Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the Spend Life Well Show, where we apply biblical wisdom to your financial journey. I'm certified kingdom advisor Mark Trice, and I'm, of course, in the studio with me today, as always, is financial advisor Jesse Hamilton. Hey, Mark, how are you? I'm doing great. You know, we're coming up on the end of July, and mm-hmm. it's super hot outside. I think we're going to break a record today in terms of heat, but it's it's always a dry heat, right? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of my our, our friends that are out in Phoenix and our, our office out there, and it's been over 110 for the last two weeks or yeah, something Yeah, I was reading like that. an article about that. It looks pretty miserable out there, but it's hot here too. Well, today's topic, folks, is really focusing on retirement. And, and because retirement is a journey and it's really the second half of your adult life, uh, we're really talking about cultivating wealth, wellness, and wisdom. And mm-hmm. we'll look at some perspectives from the Bible to examine and think about when it comes to retirement. So let's jump in, Jesse. Okay. Let's talk about, we've got four principles, major principles that we like to talk about. Let's mm-hmm. just talk about wealth, all right? Yeah. So our first principle here is wealth. Really, we want to assess our current financial situation. So going all the way back to business school, Mark, we talked about assets plus liabilities. In this case, is going to be your net worth. In business school, it was owner's equity. But And so for someone that's a, a couple or an individual that's approaching retirement, mm-hmm. you have to take stock of where you are. Yes. And, and one of the things there is, uh, you know, how much have you saved up? That's a simple thing, right? Right, yeah. And, and we consider savings to be your retirement accounts, your 401k, your cash in the bank, maybe taxable investments. All of that counts as your savings. Those are assets. Yeah, and, and you want to know what your net worth is. Most people don't refer to it as, this is my net worth, or here's right. my pro- profit and loss statement, or anything like that. <laughs> but we're, we're looking at what we've saved up, what we have in investments, what we have in cash savings, maybe some other things like commodities or, mm-hmm. or other items and things like that. And we're subtracting what we owe, a mortgage, a car loan, or whatever. And that gives us our overall financial standing, if you right. will. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's really important. But what about, you know spending in retirement, because that's kind of the key in retirement. How much am I going to be able to spend? Right. We we always talk about one of the key parts of a good retirement plan is that spending plan, and you might want to call it a budget, or we, we prefer the word spending plan. Just identifying those essential living expenses, adding in discretionary expenses, like if you want to travel, if you have hobbies and entertainment, and of course, uh, adding in healthcare costs and long-term care expenses. Those can all be pretty variable, though. Right. I mean, you've got to plan for these things. We've mm-hmm. had several articles and podcasts about comparing a vacation, planning for a vacation to planning for retirement, and you've got to plan for those trips. It can't be a whim. Now, we, we were talking with a couple that loves to travel, and, and they're retiring soon, and they've got them all scheduled out, yeah. and, and they've worked hard to save for the future, and they're going to get to enjoy the fruits of those those blessings that they've mm-hmm. um, received and so forth. So estimating that and creating that spending plan is so important. Yeah. Um, but you, you've you got to write it down. And and so many folks, and, and you're probably not unlike 99.9% of the population and the people that we talk to, 
they just never have really written it down. Their 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 method of of budgeting or monitoring spending was is hey, there's money left over at the end of the right. month. Yeah, we see that a lot. And and oftentimes, Jesse, it's it's kind of interesting to watch. We'll ask we'll ask clients, well, hey, how much do you think you're spending every month? When we're when we're meeting with some for the first time, it's just a yeah. very general number, and and you see their eyes kind of go up and to the right. And they're you're like, what are you looking at? And <laughs> and what psychologists have told us is that they're accessing this some part of the brain that's the creative creative part of the brain, right? And they're making it up, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're not lying about it, but they're they're kind of just say, well, two thousand dollars a month, exactly. It's a guess, and it's a guess. And this process is adjustable throughout your retirement if you're approaching that big day. Um, we want it to be as accurate as possible, but you can always go in and increase it or decrease it later I, on. I guarantee you it'll change in six yes. months. Yes, But you got to have a starting point, mm-hmm. and that's what's most important there. So, you know, we, we also want to talk about the portfolio. If you have investments and things, you need to have a good understanding because now you're going into a phase where you're no longer working full-time. Right. You may be working part-time or maybe you're not working at all, but you're going into a period of time that now you've got more time to look at your investments. Right, exactly. You have more time to look at them for them to align with your goals and your timeline might be changing now. And also, if you've been putting a little piece of your paycheck away for 20, 30 years, you're no longer dollar cost averaging your investments. You know, it's a different way to manage right. your money. And so understanding your risk tolerance is so important because and we kind of jokingly talk about that as like what kind of roller coaster do you like to ride mm-hmm. some people are comfortable with the cliffhanger all the steep dives and everything else some people don't want anything more exciting than the lazy river right and you have to decide as as a couple or an individual about who you are because now it's different now you're in a phase where you're spending down but you still have to manage for growth and other things because you don't want to outlive your wealth. And one last point here, Mark, uh, if you've been contributing to a stock plan for your career and maybe you're kind of attached to it, we, we see people who build up these shares of their employer and it, that's usually just not a risk you want to take. You don't want a portion of your wealth to be susceptible to a bad earning or right. something that happens in China. Right. You know, we're, we're talking, or I'm, I can't say the names, but I'm thinking of, of companies that are going through labor negotiations right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with a threatening strike and all those different things would, that would disrupt not only the company, but the entire system of delivering packages and mail. Right. And, and so really is that fit within your individual risk tolerance and objectives to have such a concentrated amount and doesn't mean because you decide to diversify and, and spread out your risk that you're being disloyal to your former employer. Right. Not by any means at all. But, you know, you just have to look at that from the standpoint of how much volatility am I willing to tolerate? Mm-hmm. And does my time horizon that I have, can can it absorb and can I live through a, a, like a bear market like right. we had last year, you know? So mm-hmm. that's really important. And so we've got a lot of resources for you available. If you're looking to look at something more in depth, you can contact us. Our contact information's on this website where you're watching this video podcast, and you can contact us at, at info at Clear Vista Financial. You can send us a text at 254-282-0495. Or you can just send us, um, call us at our office, which those numbers are on the page here. I think it's mm-hmm. 
4508. Is That's that right? That's it. Yep. Good. I remember the phone number today. <laughs> Some days I don't, guys. I mean, it's just one of those things. So what's the second principle of you know, financial wellness and wisdom, if you will? Yeah, um, so it, it's overall wellness, and this moves beyond financial wellness to talk about your physical and your holistic wellness, because they really are interconnected. They're all a part of who you are. And so we want to move into an overall well-being encompassing physical, emotional, spiritual aspects of your life. Let's talk about the spiritual aspects of our lives. Okay. Because as we go into retirement, as we're as we're building wealth, there's so much instruction about wealth and possessions in the Bible. What there's over 2000 verses dealing with right. money and possessions. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the reason for that is because I think God knew that we needed a lot of help. Yes. We need a lot <laughs> of agree. instruction. And we all know how worry creates problems in our lives. And now that you're no longer working, you're probably going to be in a situation where you're examining things more frequently and you tend to worry. But that emotional wellness is so important. It is not healthy for you to be checking your balances every day. Yeah, we, we see so much anxiety, and I see so much anxiety really at every stage of the wealth building process for young people, for retirees. And there's just such an important balance between resting and leisure and maintaining your physical health, as well as being on top of your finances. Yeah, and we I we think that that you know incorporating activities like prayer, meditation on scripture and yeah. so forth, attending church, getting involved in a community group or a small group of your church is so important. Right. And and a lot of times when we're in the work work world, if you will, we we don't have time or supposedly, mm-hmm. but now okay, guess what? You got more time now. <laughs> no excuses, guys. So, you know, be involved in your church, be maintain and focus on scripture. And I believe that's going to be carry you through any types of periods where you might have anxiety right. or worry there. And if our bodies really are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and we want to steward our finances well, we have to treat our bodies well. That's right. So nurturing those Christ-centered friendships and relationships, mm-hmm. having fellowship with other believers, that helps you build a strong support system. Right. I've I've been around for a little bit while, longer than Jesse, and you know I've been around the, the sun a couple of more times. <laughs> And and it's so important to be active in your church and, and build fellowship with other believers. And so this is real important when it comes to our wellness. And yes, you do need to make sure that you're maintaining your physical presence. And most Medicare plans now have a gym membership included. Yeah, in they it. do. You know, so so you need to make sure that you maintain that physical activity. But you know, the the social aspects of of retirement are so important, and and the great place to get involved is with another a group of believers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what about fostering mental well-being and combating that loneliness? Yeah, well, if you're listening to this podcast, we hope that you're walking with the Lord, and part of that is practicing gratitude and understanding where your blessings come from, where your hope comes from, and we have so much more to be grateful for than just our money. Of course, we have our salvation, and... Um, just when you apply gratitude to your finances, there really can be some awesome benefits. Yeah, that's benefits. one thing that's good. You know, I think one of the things that that a lot of retirees talk to us about uh, after they've left okay. is a kind of a sense of loneliness because they're no longer surrounded by all their coworkers. And some, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, of sw- three sweet uh, clients that we love to work with, that they all work in the same department and they're all retiring, you know, around the same time. Okay. 
and and they've they've told us is like I miss my friend, you know, your work <laughs> friends and things. And so you always want to make sure that you're engaged in church activities. That's a great way to com- combat that feelings of isolation and so right. forth. But you know, if you need to, you know, you should seek guidance from pastoral counselors or Christian therapists to address some of those emotional changes. Because Absolutely. This re- ch- deciding when to retire is a financial one, but it also, more importantly, it's an emotional decision. It really is. And so you need to make sure that you're maintaining that balance in your life with that. Mm-hmm. So the, the third principle we want to talk about, there's really just the wisdom that we can seek right. in retirement. And you alluded to this earlier, Mark, but we have an awesome resource. It's called the Bible, and it has over 2,000 verses on how we should treat our finances. And of course, Jesus, one of his most popular topics was money and possessions. We have a right. lot of wisdom to dive into. There were 11 of Jesus' parables dealing with Money, either eleven or, or thirteen. I can't remember. That's one of those two numbers, and he only did what thirty-three, mm-hmm. something like that. So a lot of a lot of parables of, of of Jesus were focused on wealth and possessions, and 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 other things of there as well. But you know, as as I in my as I walk with the Lord in in my life and so forth, and you know, when I was in my forties, I really made a commitment to read the Bible through um, multiple times now. Mm-hmm. But every time I read scripture, I feel like God gives me more wisdom about that and maybe a perspective that I hadn't thought of. Okay. And so being immersed in scripture is so important. And 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 use this time in retirement as a, as an opportunity to grow in wisdom, to share your insights uh, with younger generation. Jesse shares his insights with me all the time. I was like, huh, I hadn't thought about it that way. So <laughs> Share share your insights and wisdom with the younger generation. Yeah. And really, you know, engaging as you go into retirement, this is your time to really engage and continue that lifelong learning right. process. And that's really cool. We always tell tell the story sometime about our client that that retired at 70 and she loved fossils. So she went back to school to study how to be an archaeologist. Yeah, that's a cool one for sure. Yeah. And and so she's having a blast going all over the place, doing archaeological digs and things like that. But she's like, I'm not going to go sit at home and watch right. TV. I'm going to go learn something new that I've always wanted to do. And you can do the same as well. You know, whether you whether it's a, a Bible study or other courses that you can take, engaging you with Christian literature and things, just to deepen your understanding of faith during retirement. Right. And and this is also, like I said, an opportunity to explore other hobbies and and fostering that continuous intellectual development. We live longer and we're sharper and healthier if we keep our brain working. Right. And Mark and I love talking about this stuff because really your retirement can be a way to express your faith. It's a way to act upon your faith and really live out what the Bible says with your money. And it's exciting for us to talk about. So just to summarize, we've been talking about our wealth, about our wellness Mm -hmm. and wisdom. And we encourage you to listen to the next episode. Go back to our YouTube page and listen to past or previous episodes. I think you'll find topics that will interest you as well. And and by the way, if you're listening to us now, go ahead and subscribe. That yeah, way you can it really get alerted. Helps us out. It, uh, you can get alerted when a new podcast comes out. And and give us a little bit of feedback too. Rate this podcast. Let us know how you think. Maybe some things we could talk about. We love to get that input from you. Mm-hmm. Folks, you've been listening to the Spend Life Well Show. Until next time, God bless. We'll see you soon. <laughs>